Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Houghton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. I hope you are doing well. Firstly, if you are a new listener to the show, welcome. The Irish Fire podcast has recently had a small bit of media exposure and we're currently at an all-time high when it comes to the number of listeners. So if you are new to the show, welcome. It is great to have you on board. And actually, interestingly, I was doing a bit of research this evening and came across the Irish Fire podcast mentioned on boards.ie. So thank you for whoever posted that up. It is greatly appreciated to see a little bit of discussion around the show. And as always, guys, if you do want to drop me an email at michaelatfirepodcast.ie, I'm always looking forward to to connecting with as many of you guys as possible. And likewise, if you would like to meet, we do run online meetup groups and face-to-face meetup groups here in Limerick, which are for free. And I guess if you are new to the show, it should be noted that my reason for sharing everything that I do is purely just to connect with like-minded people. I have no financial incentive to do the show. I certainly do not want to become financially independent by having a podcast about financial independence. So my motives are purely just to look to spread the message because I'm extremely passionate about the FIRE movement. On to today's episode. I'm really looking forward to this one. In my profession, I'm a back-end programmer, which pretty much is another way of saying a really nerdy coder. And I'm pretty good with numbers. I'm not Sheldon Cooper good. I might be Lind Hofstadter good. I tend to be really good at remembering numbers and being able to calculate numbers pretty quickly on the fly. It's one of the reasons why financial independence has been quite appealing to me because it's a numbers game ultimately. And so it's quite fun to see how the numbers work and to watch your portfolio grow. I'm also a fairly handy Texas Hold'em poker player because again, it combines social fun with numbers and I can quickly calculate the odds of a pot. So I certainly enjoy playing that game and I do fairly well overall. One of the curses of numbers is that I'm also very good at remembering prices. Freaky good at remembering prices. Like for example, I can tell you that bananas in Aldi recently went up to 145 cent per kilo and it was the first time since I moved here that prices had gone up from the usual 1 euro 25. I can also tell you that of the probably 50 or so items that we buy regularly in Aldi, all but one have gone up since inflation started doing its thing. If you do shop at Aldi, I'm going to let you guys think about what item that might be, and I will reveal it by the end of the episode. And equally, there's been one item that we buy pretty regularly that's gone up a whopping 500% since inflation started. So don't worry, I'm going to be sure to mention that one too. But the purpose of today's episode, I'm calling it the Great Supermarket Ripoff is to reveal some of the things that supermarkets do that I notice on a day-to-day basis that I see people fall for all of the time. And this episode was inspired by somebody that I know that I had the privilege of going supermarket shopping with recently, and they weren't aware of some of these traps, and they were mind-blowing when I explained to them some of the things that 
I've learned when it comes to supermarket shopping because some of these things will save you significant money and there's potentially bad habits and any money saved in your pocket is more that you can be putting into that portfolio and as I see it particularly when we have to buy food with our after-tax money and if we are being taxed at that 50% rate then really it's a bit torturous to think that we need to be saving as much of that as we can especially at a time where food prices seem to be a little bit out of control. Okay, so let's start with some of the basics and some some of the simple things that we do. So one of our first rules is if you can buy it in Audi, don't buy it at Tesco or Dunn's. All right, best example of this is this friend of mine that I went grocery shopping with. She was adamant that Tesco salmon was the same price as Audi salmon. Now I'm talking about the smoked salmon that you get that you usually pay roughly four and a half euro for in sort of the smoked salmon packet. And she was adamant, she said, oh, I'm certain. So I got to a stage where I said to her, look, you're just gonna have to bring me to Tesco. So off we went to Tesco and there it was, salmon, four euro 19 for a bag. And she said, huh, I told you, it's four euro 39 in Aldi. Now what she didn't realize was that the salmon in Tesco was 100 grams, yet the salmon in Aldi, 200 grams. So effectively, the salmon in Tesco was almost double the price of that in Audi. One of the big secrets that I have is that we need to be focusing on the unit price, not on the actual price. It's very easy to look at the actual price, but we need to be looking at the unit price. So the price per kilo or the price per 100 grams or the price per unit, if you like, as as in singular unit, if you're buying apples or, or whatnot. And supermarkets try to trick us. Sometimes you might see a price in per kilo and then the item next door is in per 100 grams. So one looks 10 times more expensive than the other, but in actual fact, the one that's in kilos is probably cheaper. They're just trying to trick you. Look out for specials. You might have your chicken on special. Like a great price for chicken is 9.99 per kilo. That was always the old price. And then the new price came in around 12 euros per kilo. And occasionally you see the odd special back to 9.99 per kilo. But look out because sometimes they put the chicken on special and there's actually cheaper stuff that's not on special. So you've got to be so careful when it comes to looking. And my advice is only focus on the unit price. Ignore the other price right? So smoked salmon is about 22 euros per kilo versus chicken that's around 10 euros per kilo. So unless you like salmon twice as much as you like chicken, then you should be buying chicken. These are obviously very simple examples, but for me, it's just one to look out for. And again, you've got to kind of be good, a little bit good with your numbers to work this stuff out. You've got to even bring a calculator, if in doubt, bring a calculator to work it out because there's trickery going on left, right and centre. So back to our rules. If we can buy it in Audi or even Lidl, get it there rather than getting it from Dunn's and Tesco unless there's genuinely a reason that one is cheaper than the other. But Tesco and Dunn's will typically do its trickery. Always check expiry dates. Supermarkets are extremely good at selling you things where they're going to expire before you need them. The best example, my favourite every year at how it comes up, it's a classic is the old Christmas puddings. Early December, the Christmas puddings come out. But if you check the expiries, it's scandalous really. If you check the expiries, they typically expire before Christmas day. So always watch that one. It's another one, ripoff.com material, but it's a good one to look out for. Always bring a list. All right, so what we do, we have a really nice system. We get out a piece of paper and on the right-hand side, we put a line down basically through the middle. And on the right-hand side, we work out what meals we're going for and we kind of work out how many days we're planning on going grocery shopping as well so maybe if you live a fair distance away from the supermarket you might be doing a weekly shop we typically buy twice weekly when we can 
So we're looking to buy for either three days or for four days. We work at our meals on the right hand side. Some cases we might have some ingredients at home that we can use. And once we've written out our, our meals, we then itemize the items on the left hand side that what we actually need. This way, we're only buying what we need for that time because we want to buy stuff that we're going to eat because we want to keep our food as fresh as possible. Now, there is one recent exception to this. I never used to have to do this because food prices have been so stable in Ireland for so long, but recently we've had to start bulk buying when things are on special. So that €9.99 per kilo chicken I talked about earlier, we now find that we have to stock up on that and freeze some of it because we can't guarantee it's going to be at that price in the future. All right, so don't be afraid to bulk buy when things are on special. I did mention about a year ago that being from New Zealand, that we're well used to this concept of buying and bulk buying on special because we need to, because grocery prices are generally a lot more expensive down under than they are here. Some other basics never shop when hungry right this is an easy one to fall into but you tend to overbuy when you when you are and you might stray off the list a little bit and likewise find the right supermarket time for you for example don't go shopping in Audi on a Thursday morning it's a nightmare because they have their specials out on a Thursday and it's typically the day that pensioners get their payments and so you do and it's, it's quite an eye-opening experience you do get to see even people in retirement are still living week to week waiting for their pension to hit every Thursday and first thing going off and getting their groceries if you are on a tight budget and this is something I used to do when I was a student is when you've got your list if you want to you can also put next to it the most that you're willing to spend on each item and then when you get in there you kind of already know roughly what you're going to spend so you basically you go through and you put how much you're going to spend for each, each item and this will start to become second nature because we typically are buying the similar things when we go grocery shopping each week and then we know we can total that up so we know exactly what our budget is and we know we're not going to exceed it because as we go through if we do find that some prices are more expensive than what we've got we can chop and change or we can kind of negotiate items off each other so you might have to pay a little bit more for milk this week but hey you got a special on the bacon so happy days food shopping has got a lot more difficult and we do need to be far more conscious of pricing and we need to be watching out for prices too because it's amazing how many times supermarkets are just sneaking up the prices of things each and every week it has got a little bit better but they're still sneaking up prices here and there every week i notice it all of the time so just look out for it because we do sometimes need to make decisions on changing brands and sometimes various brands that we might often buy we have to change and switch for another one let me finish the episode off by going back to those prices that haven't changed and the one that's gone up by 500 percent and i actually called aldi out for this on their facebook page because i was so shocked and i'm a little bit nervous i'm a little bit nervous about saying the item that hasn't gone up because it wouldn't surprise me that for whatever reason the next month or so i find the price has gone up because maybe they haven't even realized it's changed now there has been some items that haven't moved too badly smoothies kids smoothies for example have only gone up by 10 cents from 229 to 239 but the one item that hasn't moved since before inflation really got bad and arguably was a little bit of a ripoff before anyway was pink lady apples a six pack of pink lady apples will still cost you today two euros 99 cents as it did back in 2019 back in 2017 and even back in 2015 it's been that price for a long long time now they were cheeky enough to increase the price of single pink lady apples they used to be 40 cents now they're 55 so watch out and actually i don't like that because you're actually incentivized then to buy the packaging and that's not a good thing so i don't quite understand the logic in it but at the same time i don't really want to see the pink lady apples going up in price because i do enjoy the odd bite of a crispy apple but as for the item that's gone up by a whopping 500 percent 
from a low 39 cent to 1.99 the old 10 pack of Audi hot dogs and my kids love them which is such a pain now arguably you could be arguing well hey mike maybe buying less of them is better for the health but come on guys really how much does it cost to produce 10 hot dogs worth two euros i actually worked out the price per kilo of them recently and i think a price of uh, hot dogs now costs roughly the same as chicken breast when you do it on a per kilo basis so come on guys sort it out will you i recently watched a show how to get rich from the netflix show uh, the host is ramit and he talks about conscious spending and i think today's episode is all about us taking control of some of those expenses that we don't necessarily have control over all the time. You know, those fat expenses, food, accommodation, and transport. Our ability to control those costs are extremely important when it comes to the odds of us succeeding on our fire journey. You see, pretty much any other cost is largely optional, but when it comes to those core expenses, we need to try and keep them in check. So whilst discussing grocery prices isn't necessarily the fun part of fire, it's equally important that we do get on top of it because there's no point us throwing 10 or 20 euros away per week needlessly when by just making a couple of changes in our grocery shopping habits can ultimately make a far bigger difference. And hey, these things certainly do compound. And the habits of us doing this can stretch to other areas of our life to hopefully allow us to make better conscious money spending decisions. As always, guys, if you have any questions on this episode, drop me an email at michael at firepodcast.ee. And as I mentioned, I will share a link to a couple of meetup groups that are happening very, very soon. One online that everybody's welcome to, and the other one in Limerick if you are around and would like to meet face to face. I look forward to catching you on the next episode. <laughs>